This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. This is Peter and Tricia welcoming you to Great News and God's Views, a half-hour weekly broadcast on Free FM 89.0, independent community media. We can be contacted by email at greatnews376 at gmail.com. That is greatnews376 at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Our worship theme today, self-control and humility characterize the person who walks with God. A sacrifice of praise. Through the simplicity and power of this passage, we are challenged to live a life of service through the simple challenge to continually offer a sacrifice of praise to God. We read from Hebrews chapter 13, beginning at verse 1. Let brotherly love continue. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Remember them that are in bonds as bound with them, and them which suffer adversity, as being yourselves also in the body. Marriage is an honourable in all, and the bed undefiled, but whoremongers and adulterers God will judge. Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have, for he hath said, I will never leave thee or forsake thee so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. But to do good and to communicate forget not, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. God is approachable. Jesus calls God Abba. The Aramaic word Abba means Daddy. God the Creator is approachable in the most intimate way as our Heavenly Father. That approachability gives us strength because God calls us to Himself even as we are sinners. God welcomes us meets us where we are, forgives us and calls us to be more like Christ. The good news is that through the Spirit we can fulfill our calling to be like Christ. God takes up permanent residence in us. There was a little boy who greeted his preacher by putting his hand on his heart and saying, Jesus lives in my heart. The preacher smiled and asked how he knew. The boy said, because I feel him bumping around in there. When we accept Christ, he takes up residence in our hearts. He isn't a temporary guest, but a permanent resident. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Christ is with us always, and we become a sacrifice of praise to God. Our actions become the fruit of lips that confess his name. God's presence creates a mutual love. Paul writes, let mutual love continue. 
When love takes up residence in our hearts, it transforms our lives and we want to share it with others. That sharing transforms us into the likeness and living image of Christ. There were two brothers who were likeable enough, but they had a bit of a wild streak. It got so wild they became sheep thieves, earning their money off the local farmers. As happens to all thieves, one day they were caught. Rather than kill them, the villagers decided to brand the two brothers on the forehead with the letters ST for sheep thief. The action so embarrassed one young man, he left and never came back. The other brother was so remorseful, he chose to stay and reconcile himself to the villagers he had wronged. At first they were sceptical. Most wouldn't have anything to do with him. But he was determined to make reparation for his offences. Whenever there was sickness, the sheep thief was there to help care for the sick. Whenever work needed to be done, the sheep thief showed up to help. It made no difference whether the person was rich or poor, the sheep thief was there to lend a hand. Soon he was an integral part of the community, never accepting pay for anything. His life was lived for others. He became a well-respected friend of all. Years later, a traveller came through the town. He sat at the sidewalk cafe eating lunch and noticed a respected old man with a strange brand on his forehead sitting nearby. It seemed everybody in town stopped to pay their respects or share a kind word. Children stopped to play or give and receive an affectionate hug. The stranger asked the cafe owner about the old man. What does that strange brand SD on his forehead stand for? The cafe owner, a contemporary of the old man, thought for a moment then said, It happened so long ago that I don't rightly remember, but I think it stands for saint. No matter what's happened in your life, no matter what you have done or left undone, it's never too late to change. God wants a personal relationship with you. Know the forgiveness of your sins. Open your heart, give him your life, and let it become a sacrifice of praise. Our first music today, Jesus, the Name Above All Names, was written by Charles Wesley, who was born in 1707. The younger brother of John Wesley, both were Anglican clergymen who later became founders of the Oxford Methodist Movement. John later went on to be a founder of the Wesleyan Methodist Movement, but Charles, after a short spell in America, spent most of his life working in London. He claimed on his deathbed that he'd always been a member of the Anglican Church. He's many remembered for his many hymns. He published the words of over 6,000 hymns, among which were Christ the Lord is Risen Today, Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Love Divine All Loves Excelling, Soldiers of Christ Alive Rise, and the one we play now, Jesus the Name Above All Names.
One of the basic tenets of science is that open-mindedness is critically important and the evidence should be followed wherever it may lead. But some scientists say that we should not always be so open-minded and that some conclusions should not be allowed, even if demanded by all the evidence. They say that no matter how much evidence there is for ingenious design in life, in the structure of the universe, or in libraries full of encoded information in genomes, they must not even consider the possibility that God might have had anything to do with the creation of such wonders. One scientist said... Even if all the data point to an intelligent designer, such an hypothesis is excluded from science because it is not naturalistic. But this simply reveals a philosophical bias against God. Many highly qualified scientists believe the Bible's account of creation provides a much better explanation for the existence and operation of the universe. To find out more from Creation Ministries International, visit our website, creation.com. You are listening to Great News and God's Views on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. We continue with O Church Arise by Keith Getty and Stuart Townend.
we continue our consideration of today's worship theme, self-control and humility characterize the person who walks with God. The invitation list. Jesus was a guest of a prominent Pharisee for a meal. One author suggests it was breakfast. The Jews ate bountifully on the Sabbath, though the food was cold, having prepared the previous day. According to their meticulous and detailed laws, no food could be cooked on the Sabbath. They defined their religion by observing all the laws. Keeping the Sabbath correctly was far more important than being a gracious host to those on one's invitation list. There was a method in their madness in including Jesus. They were not necessarily being friendly to Jesus by having him on their invitation list. The text says they watched him closely. They scrutinized Jesus. The word watched meant observed as he did so with a critical eye. Their motive was not warm hospitality, it was cold entrapment. When Jesus healed the man with dropsy, he quoted their own laws to them. They were permitted to remove a beast from a well on the Sabbath day, but they were more concerned about the welfare of their property than they were about the well-being of another person. We read from Luke chapter 14. And it came to pass, as he went into the house of one of the chief Pharisees to eat bread on the Sabbath day, that they watched him. And he put forth a parable to those which were bidden, when he marked how they chose out the chief rooms, saying unto them, When thou art bidden of any man to the wedding, sit not down in the highest room, lest a more honourable man than thou be bidden of him. And he that bade thee and him come and say to thee, Give this man place, and thou begin with shame to take the lowest room. But when thou art bidden, go and sit down in the lowest room, that when he that bade thee cometh, he may say unto thee, Friend, go up higher. Then shalt thou have worship in the presence of them that sit at meat with thee. When Jesus observed that the other guests were eager to choose the best places at the feast, he urged them not to move the place cards. He told them that when they were invited to a meal, they should take a lower place. The phrase places of honour means the first couches or the chief couches. These will be the ones nearest the host, starting with the ones immediately to his left and right. The more important a person was, the nearer he would be to the host. Verse 11. For the whosoever exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Jesus underscores the lessons of this parable. The person who exalts himself to a higher position at the table will be humbled. Conversely, the person who chooses a lower place for himself will be invited to a higher position. The virtue of humility has always been the mark of a great people. One speaker was being introduced with a glowing lengthy recitation of his achievements. Enamoured with his importance, he leaned towards his wife and said, I wonder how many truly great men are in the world today. She replied succinctly, one less than you think. In honour, prefer one another remains a given with the person who is truly humble. I read recently, those who are willing to play second fiddle make beautiful music in the symphony of life. Verses 12 and 13. Then he said also to him that bade him, when thou makest a dinner or a supper, call not thy friends, nor thy brethren, nor thy kinsmen, nor thy rich neighbours, that they also bid thee again and recompense be made thee. 
But when thou makest a feast, call the poor, the maim, the lame, and the blind. And thou shalt be blessed, for they cannot recompense thee, for thou shalt be recompensed at the resurrection of the just. Inviting the marginal. Jesus instructed the host in the forming of his invitation list. Don't just invite those who can repay you with their invitation. Invite the marginal people of society, the unfortunate who have no ability to return the invitation. The Saviour's words are sharp reminders that everybody is someone to the Lord and in the Lord. The genuine disciples of Christ will show no partiality to the others. Whether giving a party of time or money, it's the motive that matters. Receiving the blessing. Having the right invitation bliss brings its own sense of satisfaction and fulfilment. Jesus affirms to his host that in so doing there will be a far greater spiritual reward in heaven at the resurrection of the just. In John 5.29, Jesus uses a synonymous phrase, the resurrection of life. Luke 14.15 re-emphasizes Christ's promise with the words, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. In Matthew 25, Jesus calls the disciples to an inasmuch ministry of love to the marginal people of the world. Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of my brethren, ye have done it unto me. We continue great news in God's views with Oh to See the Dawn by Keith Getty and Stuart Townend.
This is Peter and Tricia thanking you for joining us for Great News and God's Views today on Free FM 89.0 Independent Community Media. 89.0 is live streamed from freefm.org.nz or tune in and now on Amazon Echo devices using the Free FM 89 Alexa skill. We invite you to listen every Sunday from 9.30 to 10 for a presentation of historic Bible-based Christianity highlighting preaching of the Word, classic songs, hymns and spiritual songs. We use only the King James Bible, the authorised version. We would love to hear your comments on this show. We can be contacted by email at greatnews376 at gmail.com. That is greatnews376 at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Our closing music today, Ye Servants of God, written by Charles Wesley in Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.